This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. This conference that you see, this House Republican majority is united. Uh, So that's nominee number 18 for the House Speakership. Louisiana Congressman uh, Mike Johnson, Raven Harrison, RavenHarrison.com. You listen to this show, you are going to love Raven Harrison's website. You see her do a lot of stuff on Fox. They have two questions, Raven. And we've talked about this, you and I have. We talk about democracy being messy. He said that it's messy. How messy does it have to get, man? Well, it is definitely messy, and they have created most of this mess themselves. But, you know, Mike Johnson appears to be a really good choice for where we are right now. I'm still a firm believer that it's very telling what they did to Jim Jordan and uh, even to Byron Daniels. But uh, a lot of backdoor dealing, a lot of swamp being the swamp, but... We will see if they can they can pull it forward. And I'd like to also remind him we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. That's something that I feel like I should remind Republicans all the time. Because <laughs> uh, and I think about it uh, this way, and I don't know why uh, Hannah always laughs at me when I say, you know, it's kind of like a relationship. And sometimes in a relationship, you have things that are unpleasant and you got to work through it. And it can be messy at times but you work through it and you like you like ideally what you get at the end and ultimately isn't the relationship um stronger but the other thing then that he says here that i wanted to ask you uh about this conference that you see this house republican majority is united how can he say it's united right now uh, well, if he met at 8.30 last night when they were making the <laughs> vote, perhaps. Yeah. But, and I love your relationship analogy because this is also, so if that's the analogy, then Kevin McCarthy was the boyfriend who never comes back, who is always cheating on you and needs to be divorced ASAP. Right. So either way, I think we've got an upgrade. And this we need to make this opportunity, because that's what it's really about, Brandon, is we've got an opportunity to move forward. Kevin McCarthy did not keep his word. He didn't hold to the the principles, and we are seeing the result of that now. The world's on fire, so we got to get this right, and we got to keep the pressure on. But this is proof, patriots, that it works. Well, and it I think works. And over the last couple of weeks, we heard from you, Raven. Yeah, we got to do something new. The status quo isn't working. So, you know, it sounds like you are feeling positive this morning about this. I want to ask you in particular about something that Mike Johnson said last night. He said, we're going to restore your trust in what we do, and you're going to see a new form of government. What do you think that new form of government looks like, and what are you hoping for? Well, what we're hoping for is initially what we had, a two-party system. Uh, the Democrats are supposed to to represent what they represented, which is not. They've gone full left communism. And then we're supposed to have the right, which are supposed to be fiscal conservative. They're supposed to be limited government. They're supposed to be pro-freedom. And they've just rolled over. So hopefully this is the beginning. Restoring the trust, it takes time. We'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Right now, I don't believe anything that comes out of the capital for even for people that I like. I mean, this is this is they've shown that very few of them have the guts to stand for what they were elected. I think they're realizing now that the tide has changed. The tide of you guys going into the Capitol and just kind of doing whatever and then making a great speech is over. The American people are watching. They're engaged and they're letting you know they're sick of it. So We'll see if uh, if they've learned something, but you know me. I'll be here to make sure that they do. Amen. As a matter of fact, uh, I want to relay part of an interesting conversation, personal conversation I had with Raven yesterday and how she answered the phone when I called her yesterday. Our guest right now on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, Raven Harrison, ravenharrison.com.
Raven, we've seen so many people out there, members of the Wake Up family and listeners and all, just say, gosh, throwing their hands up with this whole debate. You think these guys on Capitol Hill can get this one done in less than 15 sessions of voting? They can if we make them. You know, what does Reagan say? Trust but verify. What we have to do is we just have to keep the pressure. This is not because the the politicians decided to get it together and do. It's because we pushed back on them hard. We let them know that this status quo, what's the secret ballot about? And I blasted them. I called all of my reps and go, secret ballot equals cheating. You know, the speaker is not something you do behind closed doors in the basement of the of the Capitol. That's something you do out in the open unless you are trying to cheat. And that's where we are. It's just making sure they hold on task, which typically we haven't done. So I think, yes, this time we're, we're loud enough that we're going to get something done. And change is uncomfortable, but we've got to stay the course. We can't turn on each other and start eat each, eating each other. That's not that's what the Democrats are counting on. But we can do it. It's just proof that it can be done. Emmers was a shoe in He's gone today. We can do it. Uh, I'm anxious to hear from Congressman Jason Smith, widely considered Missouri's third U.S. Senator because he chairs the House Ways and Means Committee. He's joining us 735. Hope you will join us here at 735 on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. He was there. I want to get some of the other insight. I called Raven uh, yesterday, and here's how she answered the phone. She didn't say hello. She didn't say, hey, Brandon, how you doing? I called her. She says, Brandon, I'm in Florida right now. I'm getting public opinion on this stuff and this crap with Tom Evers and the secret votes. And she, I felt like you were lighting in, like you lit into me. And I know that wasn't the case, but that's how <laughs> passionate you are about this stuff. That's why I encourage you to get on to RavenHarrison.com. She is like this nonstop fighting for us. Um, tell us a little bit about, because we talk about this, in effect, this secret, treasonous secret ballot. And you can find a story at RavenHarrison.com. How does that even work? Well, what you have is people trying to bend the Constitution to suit their needs. So Kevin McCarthy has been very instrumental of trying to set up either McCarthy 2.0 or find a way back to the gavel. That's been very apparent. So what they're doing, the first was to get, you know, uh, McHenry more power, to expand his power, which is beyond the scope of the Constitution. The people pushed back on that. So then it was to get a candidate that, they said a compromise candidate. We don't compromise with communists. So they tried to work with the Democrats to get somebody they like, and that's where Emmers came up. You know, someone who believes in abolishing the Electoral College, someone who actually worked for George Soros. Absolutely horrible um, politician they put in, and they thought he was a shoe-in, and we pushed back. So then they did a secret ballot. They went from going outwardly against Jim Jordan to a secret ballot in the basement of the Congress, where all of a sudden it went from 25 to 108 people who didn't support the popular vote where where um, the people had said, we want Jim Jordan. Given this, we didn't want McCarthy, and it was absolutely horrific. There's no constitutional precedent for that. So what you have is a lot of political posturing. The lobbyists descended on the Capitol after Jim Jordan became the nominee and just literally made deals with everybody they could. And it was sickening to watch, but it's going to right itself. A lobbyist, uh, Stephanie and I, recently looking at some uh, some polling specifically to Missouri. We had clean Missouri passed a couple years ago, supposed to be ethics reform. And uh, it was interesting because on Friday I had a conversation with a lobbyist who was throwing a party for Mizzou's homecoming. And some of those in attendance, which were Mizzou alum, were uh, coming to the house uh, and they were going, going to grill steaks. They had to bring their own food. 
sued because this person was a lobbyist and largely folks felt like clean Missouri has really done nothing to clean up uh, ethics in Missouri. So I think that's uh, an interesting point that you bring up. Um, Stephanie first reported in the uh, Daily DC Rundown, 625, what's happening in DC. She does it every morning at 625, but she was one of the first to report feds going in and cutting barriers to help protect Americans from illegal immigrants, which include terrorists over the weekend. Border Patrol, in effect, twice saying, hey, we are on super high alert because of Hamas and terrorists trying to come into this country. They've already been doing it. You spend a, you, I know you live in Texas. You travel the country most yeah. of your time spent in Texas. You are in Texas. What do we need to know about the reality of what's happening there? What the reality is, is we are in a power struggle. So now that we've stopped the political posturing against Ken Paxton, who they tried to impeach, the swamp tried to raise against him, he's back to suing Biden. They are. I have seen this. We have video of this, of actual DPS, of, of people, our Homeland Security cutting razor wire and pulling it to the side to allow uh, these people in. But we've been the the number of apprehensions is almost 300 of known terrorists that have come in over the past month. It has been absolutely they Biden sued to get those buoys in the river removed so that the migrants could pass in easily. So he is saying he's finishing the border wall, which he's not. Um, but it's been a struggle, even declaring an invasion. There's, the troops aren't there. They're spread too thin. So our border is still open. And the Biden administration is telling people outwardly that they're attempting to secure the border. And in actuality, they're cutting razor wire. They're moving barriers. They are waving people in and getting them work permits and letting them just disperse across the country. Yeah, I think you're right on the border. I mean, something has to be done, but I guess before we can do much, we really need to get a speaker. Also, um, on uh, yesterday, the tearful uh, statement by Jenna Ellis in court, I'm interested to get your thoughts on that, Raven, and what you think that um, uh, the recent, I guess, guilty pleas, uh, what effect that might have on Trump, if any. Well, I think it's definitely not a good look, but I'm disappointed to say the honest truth because I understand. I understand when even if they're trumped up fake charges, you will never know how you feel until your government, who is supposed to be working for you, comes down on you with a hammer and says, you know, we're going to take your money. We're going to put you in jail. You're going to remove you from your family. I think Jenna Ellis is a little bit different because she took a lot of money to take this plea deal. So I feel I find her disingenuous personally. But as far as the other ones like Sidney Powell and the ones they are leaning on, I just want people to understand this is communism when they come to you and say hey we've trumped up some charges and you know you're going to bury and they're all in it and it's at the direction of biden and his doj of telling them to go after political opponents and that's the best way to do it self-sacrifice is easy it's having to sacrifice somebody you love that puts your convictions to the test so if they're coming after your children and they're coming after your family then they're saying hey you take this deal, you turn on the orange man, and we'll give you your life back. That's where you have to make the decision, and we as free people have to decide because this is where it starts. And, does anybody, and if we allow this to stand, that's where it'll go. Does anybody get tired of hearing me say, and it matters, it's, that's why we shouldn't, under no circumstances, should Democrats be elected because they want to do things like cut down the barriers yes. where in the in the in the midst of terrorist threats of people coming Correct. through the mexico border and it matters because for the safety of you and your kids and your grandbabies it's very important raven harrison um 30 seconds anything that you can leave us with that's positive this morning 
Well, let me just give you one quick negative, and then I'll give you the positive. I want people to understand that this is the play. Biden is letting these people in, and he knows that a terrorist attack is imminent. We're on high alert. So then what happens is they we have an attack on our soil, and then they declare martial law, and they steal elections and say, okay, well, we got to lock it down, stay in power, because now we're at war. That's the play. So tell patriots not to fall for it. But the positive is... It looks like small, small steps, but we are winning. It's working. Simply the power of the people. No violence, no riots. You know, we are we are getting it done. So patriots, hold the line. It's not easy, but it's worth it. America is worth fighting for. Check out the website, man. Stuff like this all over the place at RavenHarrison.com. Raven, we appreciate you. Thank you. Going to miss you, Brandon. Thanks for having me. I'm going to miss you, too. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. I'm for What's Hot with Hannah. Murfreesboro, Tennessee is the bomb. And it's because they had a bomb investigation yesterday morning around 930. They started receiving multiple 911 calls saying that there was a bomb strapped to a car near a shopping plaza. So as you can imagine, after receiving multiple calls, there was a lot of uh, first responder turnout for this one. They evacuated the shopping center. They put the local schools on lockdown because there were lots of wires and duct tape attached to this car that was parked at the shopping plaza. For two hours, they sat there and watched this unfold. The fire marshal's office came in, ATF, highway patrol, fire department. Everyone. Kind of a big deal for a smallish town about an hour southeast of Nashville. Everybody's those two hours this is going on. Yeah. Uh, An officer finally makes contact with the person associated with the plates on the car. Turns out this person had been in the crowd of people who had been evacuated from the stores and was just watching this unfold. They didn't know their car was involved. And they contact the driver and the guy goes, oh, Yeah, that's my car. It's just, it's a dent, it's a dent deterrent system. And he just had a bunch of duct tape and like rubber padding attached to the handles on his car to keep people from door dinging him. (laughs) And since there were loose wires and duct tape hanging out, it kind of looked a little suspicious and it fooled multiple people and multiple agencies into thinking that there was a bomb strapped to this guy's little car. It's dent prevention. Yeah. Over two hours of evacuation protocols and calling, you know, drone teams in ATF. It was it was just a homemade dent detection system. I wonder if it works. Uh, this was probably not the desired effect he was going for. Well, if the point is not to dent your car, then it's like to look, to have your car look nice because you really care about your car, except you covered it in trash and duct tape. Like, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and if you're that dude, how, how do you recover from that when they figure out it's you and you're standing there? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. It reminds me, I was at um, some soccer field areas this weekend, and, like, someone's car alarm was going off, and everyone's, like, slowly walking over to the parking lot, like, is that mine? <laughs> and, like, the person whose it was was taking forever and was like, oh, it's not mine. And I'm like, so, like, it's embarrassing, and you're like, somebody, it's got to be somebody. So I think that person was just in the crowd, and finally someone was like, you know, Joe, <laughs> it's you, buddy. Yeah, the fact that he was in the crowd of onlookers and it took him two hours to realize, hey, that's my car. 
What's worse when you're at a big event like that and everybody's looking around? All right, whose car alarm's going off? Somebody turn it off, please. Looking around and you realize you're the offender or when you're in a meeting and your cell phone goes off. And <laughs> or when your are, cell phone uh, flashlight is constantly <laughs> flashing. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> Called out. Uh, this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. It was outside the circle of civilized human behavior. And if it happened to your family... You would want justice. I'm not talking about revenge. I want just. I, I'm saying justice. Uh, wow, guy who works with that's Nancy Pelosi. Israel deserves justice, but not revenge. When I hear, and correct me if I'm wrong, Congressman Jason Smith, rep Southeast Missouri, widely considered our third U.S. senator, uh, I think that continues the Democratic progressive argument. Well, Israel shouldn't be protecting itself right now. Am I hearing that differently than you are? It, it, it's, it's what it sounds like to me. Justice, uh, what happened to more than a thousand people of Jewish faith in, in Israel where mothers and daughters were, were tortured, murdered, kids were killed. This is, this is nothing but terrorists that have came after Israel. And we, we need to make sure that they're eliminated. It's not about revenge. It's about eliminating terrorists. And that's the thing that's got to be frustrating, I know, because you're working with some of these progressive members that uh, it's just, uh, it's frightening, actually. I say it's sad or it's angering, but it's frightening, like the Omars and Tlaibs and how, in effect, um, they're, they're backing this stuff. How is that for you? I mean, you're rubbing elbows with these people sometimes. What's that like? Yeah, I'm not rubbing elbows with these people because these people are delusional nuts. Um, I clearly will not associate with them. They're the same people who believes uh, that our police officers are enemies. They're the same people who believe that that, that Hamas, the uh, Hamas, the people that targeted and killed um, over a thousand Israeli people that they 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 should not be um held accountable for it it's absolutely insane we have seen to lead lead the the insurrectionists here at the capitol just last week they came in and they obstructed the official proceedings of legislative business by protesting over 300 people had to be arrested these people are crazy yeah, and it matters because we talk about the border and how this is and, and these democrat policies it's affecting our safety as americans it's affecting your safety no reason right now that we should be supporting these democrats and uh progressives congressman jason smith joining us this morning on wake up mid missouri stephanie bell brian Howsworth, producer hannah i am brandon rather john marsh is here too congressman where are we at with the legislation that you uh co-authored to block iran from accessing the six billion dollars in in funds that were were going to be unfrozen there's a lot of support and it's bipartisan support um, so that is extremely important. Unfortunately, everything has been at a standstill in, in the House of Representatives. The Senate's not being able to pass this yet, but in the House, we've been at a standstill since we don't have a speaker. But I expect that today at noon, we will elect the Speaker of the House, which will be Mike Johnson. 
Congressman, we appreciate you joining us. Of course, you chair Ways and Means and uh, first uh, Missourian to chair that since uh, Congressman Phelps back in 1859. That's a pretty big deal to have a Missourian in that position. And you write this on Twitter yesterday. We're talking about the Biden administration's new recommended poverty measures. You say it's going to basically mean that a family in Alabama has to make less than one in California to get services like school lunch in food stamps. And you write this, Congressman, one sentence, quote, this is about robbing resources from rural America to benefit coastal elites, end of quote. If you could elaborate, please. Yeah, yesterday we had a work and welfare subcommittee hearing in the Ways and Means Committee, and I actually made those comments at that committee hearing where we were we were analyzing these proposed metrics that the administration is trying to put forward. And the devil's in the details. This is not something that would be on the front page um, of most newspapers, but this will affect millions of Americans, especially those living in rural areas. They're trying to change the level of where people qualify for food stamps, where people qualify for Medicaid. For example, a family of four in the state of Alabama, if they're under $32,300 of the poverty level, that's how they qualify for food stamps or Medicaid. However, if you live in California, you qualify for the same programs making less than $47,000 a year, a $15,000 difference. That is extremely troublesome because that's basically saying the people in Alabama should be poorer before they qualify for food stamps or Medicaid compared to the people who live in California. That's, that's not America. That's unacceptable. Do you think that's constitutional, though? I mean, can they do that? Let me tell you, I have seen so many bad things up here, but the problem is, is whenever bad laws are passed, when bad laws are passed, in order to get them stopped, it requires years of judicial proceedings. And by then, people, you know, the, the horse is out of the barn and it's so disruptive. So we got to get it stopped now before it ever takes an effect. Uh, people should be treated the same whether they're in California, whether they're in Missouri, Alabama, Iowa, South Dakota. Treat them the same. Right, Congressman Jason Smith on Wake Up uh, Mid-Missouri. You graduated from Mizzou. By the way, Ashley Emmel, who's a co-host sometimes here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Compass Chiropractic, she says hello. Um, you graduated from Mizzou. As you look around what's happening on some of these colleges, we see folks are pulling their donations because these colleges aren't pushing back on these students who are uh, um, protesting some of this crazy stuff, showing support for uh, Hamas. What is your reaction to that? That, that is so disheartening. I mean, we have seen time and time again that publicly funded universities, universities with tax-free endowments have, have focused on preferred speech rather than freedom of speech. But what they're doing right now at not disavowing these, these individuals protesting in support of murdering of the Jewish people that's in fact what these people are doing on these college campuses. And the fact they've had professors come out and say that it was, uh, they were actually thrilled. The Cornell professor was thrilled that, that there was thousands of people, uh, thousands of Israelis attacked and murdered. And the fact that these university personnel, 
these these administrators, these chancellors, these presidents, they disavow every other type of speech, but they're not disavowing this. Let me tell you, there's certain preferences that universities get, such as special tax treatment. And I'll tell you, as chairman of the Ways and Means Committee with sole jurisdiction over tax policy, we're going to look underneath the hood of all this special tax treatment that these universities have. And the ones that are violating where freedom of speech is not properly being addressed and where they're focused on preferred speech, they might just lose their, their tax status. Wait, wait, and I don't hate to belabor the point about what's happening in, in the House. You were there, uh, and I do have two more questions about that. What can you tell us? We see the stuff on the TV, read the stuff in the papers, but what can you, like, a nugget of info that we're not seeing on TV, that we're not hearing in the news. You're there, you're seeing it. What can you pass along to our audience? Well, I'll tell you, probably the, the, the best part of what's going on right now is, is that, yeah, it's been a journey the last three weeks without a speaker. This has never happened in the history of Congress, and we should have never got to that point. But unfortunately, 100% of the Democrats voted to oust a Republican speaker along with eight Republicans did it. So that, that's why we're where we are. But I can tell you, last night and yesterday, we spent the whole day, um, you know, plating a course forward. We're putting up Mike Johnson for Speaker of the House at noon today. And I have no doubt that he will be confirmed and will become the, the next Speaker of the House. So that's a positive thing. Then we can move forward and start addressing funding for Israel. We can start addressing policies that help support our southern border and protect our southern border and policies that affect all Americans who are struggling just to put food on their table, clothes on their backs and gasoline in their cars. That is what we need to be focused on. I'm glad we'll have the speaker today and then we can move forward. Well, but I've heard a lot of confidence. Scalise, I'm confident Scalise is going to be elected. I'm confident Jordan's going to be elected. I'm confident it's going to be this guy. Why are you so confident about this guy? Because we've heard this for three weeks now about the next in line. Yeah, you heard this uh, uh, from national media. You haven't heard this from me. Rest assured, when you see this afternoon, Mike Johnson will be the next Speaker of the House. You heard it from me. I'm telling you, I know the Republican conference. I know what's going to happen. Um, this is what's going to happen. Brandon's ready to place a bet, I think. <laughs> no, so what we did hear from uh, Mike Johnson yet last night that he expects to uh, enact a new form of government. Any you know insight as to what he meant by those comments? What is that new form of government? You know, let me let me just go back. Um, Mike Johnson, his first leadership position in the House of Representatives was chairman of the Republican Study Committee. That's the largest conference in the entire House Republicans. It's the it's the conservative caucus. I was the one who gave his nominating speech for him to become chairman of that several years ago. So this is a gentleman that I know very well. He's honorable. He's smart. He understands all the different um, issues and viewpoints, whether it's the the more moderate Republicans or the, it's the, the more more conservative Republicans. And he knows how to bring people together. He has a proven track record with that. And I'm, I'm excited. I think that he is the right person at the right time to step up to lead this broken conference, for one. All right, Congressman, we're running out of time here, but uh, a couple of more important questions we want to ask Congressman Jason Smith on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. 
Congressman, how concerned are you with the uh, bulletin put out by Homeland Security and the FBI to be on alert for what they called homegrown extremists in light of the Israel-Hamas war? I'll tell you what I'm I'm very concerned of is not as much as the homegrown extremists, but the extremists that are crossing the southern border as we speak. We have seen over 130 known documented people on the terrorist watch list that has crossed through the southern border in just the last year. That is a huge concern. And these people, are, how many came across that we didn't catch? Where are they in the country? What is their plan and their objective? What happened in Israel was so unexpected, and it led to the loss of of over a thousand lives, being children, um, grandmas. I, it just it was horrendous, and so we have to be on high alert. We have to pay attention because we are in a huge threat. We have the Iranians attacking our U.S. bases. Over 20 military members have been injured just in the last week from the Iranians. People are looking and focused on attacking U.S. citizens, so we need to be careful. All right, 15 seconds, Congressman. Uh, Leave us with some hope this morning. You know what? I am so excited about those Missouri Tigers. I mean, they're 16th in the nation. They're going to be playing Georgia in two weeks. I like for people to underestimate me. I like for people to underestimate my teams. And I think that Georgia may not like it when the Tigers come down to Georgia. Congressman Jason Smith, Southeast Missouri. (laughs) M-I-Z. Z-O-U. Z-O-U. Thank you, Congressman. All right, take care. All right, catch up with you next time. Coming up a few minutes from now, uh, and that would be all except for this. What do you have for us this morning, Marsh? Bond yields stabilized. The Dow up 204, the S&P higher by 30, the NASDAQ rising 121. And right now, Stephanie Bell already on all these fancy websites monitoring the opening bell. We'll look at futures in the morning bell. Business news with a little twist at 825. I have a business idea for you. If you're in a little bit of a slump, it's making money for others. Maybe it work for us right here on Wake Up. And that would be all, except for this. Well, you know, somebody probably has a blankie that's kind of turned to tatters over the years. Other folks out there, that childhood stuffed animal they can't part with. Now there are a select few who favor their trusty and crusty yellow pillow. Cam Thompson's one of the guys. This his girlfriend's mad at him because he unearthed what he calls simply the yellow pillow. And says, it's not my fault. My pillow's yellow. It bestows on me the most peaceful slumber. And part of being a man is using the same pillow since age 10 <laughs> and never washing it. Oh. <laughs> he said, I got rid of my yellow pillows maybe a year ago, and I haven't rested comfortably since. Another guy says, seasoned like a fine cast iron pan to which the ladies exclaimed why does every single man own one of one of these they say the discoloration is not revolting it may be a sign of aging and a buildup of moisture from sweat oil <laughs> lotions and drool even going to bed with wet hair can cause discoloration so mike lindell maybe a whole new opportunity for you and that's the rest of that kind of grungy story see this is one of those stories that we all know is gross but 100 percent of people listening right now 
are like, yeah, I have one of those pillows. <laughs> I have seen one, yes. I don't know that I have any. Uh, by the that way, that is gross. And not to give a free plug for uh, the folks my pillow, but um, uh, have my pillows. And, I do too. Yeah, and they were act. They're they're pretty good. Uh, they're pretty nice. You're good at soaking up the drool. So, oh, you know, my goodness. <laughs> I will say my pillow and my sheets are all stained from self tanner, and the <laughs> ladies out there will know the struggle. So it's not drool or anything else, but if. You know, it's that fake tan. They told us that we can no longer go in the sun, and they didn't tell us how you keep your sheets clean and do your self-tanner all the time. I mean, we all have that one. spray gun. Yeah, we all have that one crusty, dusty pillow. And I am at the point in my life where if we go on a road trip and I forget to pack my pillow, I can't sleep. I'm I'm that same old lady. (laughs) I have to take my pillow everywhere. Um... I'm a uh, germaphobe. Uh, even my own germs uh, kind of freak me out. Uh, but I love, thank goodness for the Wake Up Mid-Missouri audience and the texts that you send us at 874-9390 because we need something profound from listener Doug who puts it in the simplest terms. He says, or just throw your pillows in the washer once a month. Does that, can you can do you, that? Yeah, yeah, does that work? Yeah. See, I use like the heavy memory foam pillows. Same. So I don't know if yeah. I could get away with that. 